Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Hi, my name is Lewis Howes, and welcome to the Daily Motivation Show. Today's episode is all about unlocking the power of your mind. Having a growth mindset is one of the most crucial decisions you can make in your life. Mental toughness can allow you to respond instead of react, to be in control instead of out of control, and give you the endurance you need to follow your dreams. Perception happens to you in five different dimensions. Seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, this is how you're perceiving life. It is not a small thing that you are able to walk on a spinning round ball. Because all this data has gathered through five senses, it is not intellectual information, but it is a perceptional information. So, this data that you perceive is most important, that's what a child is all the time drinking up everything. You see how the child is looking at everything, because he wants to drink up as much data as possible, because instinctively he knows without that data, he will not be able to function. Intellectually, suppose you have a PhD in football, you think you can play football? No, I think <laughs> you need to experience it as well. You are… you're watching it, out of your keen interest, you're watching exactly how a ball moves. You may not be thinking the physics of it, but you're watching it and perceiving it. Because of that perception, you know something that you cannot know by reading a hundred books about it. Your intellect, the sharper it is, the better it is, it's like a knife. So if it's like a knife, it's a cutting instrument. So if you give anything to your intellect, it will dissect everything and see, this is the nature of our intellect. A knife that is not sharp is no good knife. If you are using a knife to do everything, let's say you eat with a knife, you brush with your knife, and you do everything with your knife, of course you will be bleeding. That's all that's happening. Only one dimension of intelligence within us. In yogic way of looking at things, we look at mind as sixteen parts. This intellect is just one part. Because our education systems are such, which are totally intellect-oriented, Human beings largely are using only one dimension of their intellect to do everything. So intellect is a very good instrument of survival. If you want to survive on this planet, you need a sharp intellect. The sharper it is, the better you will survive. But that will not make life, that will not put everything together. Right now, because through intellectual process, people are trying to handle everything. With so much care, they're trying to do everything right, 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 and a blunder. The result is a blunder, everything right, but the end result is a big blunder because you're using a knife to do everything. There are two faculties in a human being, which are unique to human beings only. No other creatures have these faculties. This is a very vivid sense of memory and a fantastic sense of imagination. Mm -hmm. So what is it that human beings are suffering? Just check out with any suffering human being. They're suffering what happened five years ago, ten years ago, or they're suffering what may happen day after tomorrow already. 
So essentially they are suffering their memory and their imagination. Rarely they are in life, they are just suffering these two fantastic faculties which make us human. Our life is rich only because our memory is so vivid. Otherwise, we would also be like an earthworm. Essentially what they're complaining is, they're complaining why did nature evolve us into this fantastic place of being human being, we would have been happy being earthworms. Human being is a tremendous possibility. If you do not know how to harness this possibility, every possibility will become a problem. That's all that's happened. If you do not harness your faculties the way you should, then it becomes a problem. The DNA difference between a chimpanzee and a human being is only 1.23 percent. 1.23 percent is not too much of a difference, isn't it? <laughs> so physiologically, physiologically that's how close we are to a chimpanzee. But in terms of our intelligence and awareness, we are worlds apart from a chimpanzee. So right now what human beings are suffering is their own intelligence. If human possibility has to be explored, all our faculties must be full on and we must see how to further enhance them. Because the profoundness of experience comes to you only with sharpness of perception. Mm. You cannot dull your perception and think you are having a profound experience. Because as human beings, we knew that only enhancement of our perception, our life will become better. We wanted to see what is up there. Our eyes could not see, so we made a telescope. We want to see the virus, so we made a microscope. <laughs> we want to hear what is happening somewhere else, so we made a telephone, we made a microphone, see you and me talking. Literally twelve hours across the planet, all right? Why all these technologies we made? We want to enhance our perception, isn't it? By smoking these things or drinking these things, whatever, your faculties go down. Lowered faculties will mean less efficiency of life, not only in terms of work, in terms of experience also. It means less life. Human suffering is essentially that they have an intelligence for which they don't have a stable enough platform. So they don't know how to handle their own intelligence. You can call it tension, stress, anxiety, misery, whatever. Essentially, your intelligence is turned against you, that is all it is. Enlightenment is one thing, you see things clearly, but still operating in the world you need wisdom. Wisdom you have to earn it with experience, there is simply no other way. With all these management gurus and all saying, you must learn from your mistakes, you must learn from mistakes, that means you must keep on doing mistakes. Ah. I don't believe that you must learn from your mistakes. That is what being human means, that we can learn from other people's experience, from history we can learn. We don't have to do all those things once again. I did not give this privilege to anybody, that somebody can make me happy, somebody can make me unhappy, somebody can make me angry, somebody can make me miserable. Mm. It's not that I'm incapable of all these things, if I want I can be all those things. Right. But I have not given that privilege to anybody. People are assuming that anger is happening to them mm. or misery is happening to them. No, you are creating anger. You're creating misery, you're creating joy, you're creating whatever. All this is happening from within you. Because there are so many stakeholders in the world, little bit will happen my way, little bit your way, that is fine. But what happens within me must happen my way. If what happens within me 
does not happen my way, this is the worst form of slavery, isn't it? Somebody decides what happens within me, somebody decides where I should sit. This is slavery, everybody understands this. Mm. Now somebody decides whether I am happy or unhappy, isn't this the worst form of slavery? So this is the liberation that humanity needs to work at. Let us not think anger happens to us, resentment happens to us, no. These things we are creating, we have the power to emote. We can make it love, we can make it joy, we can make it ecstasy, but people have chosen to make it tension, anger, resentment, hatred, they've turned it that way. Now they will claim this is because life has been unfair to me. Life has not been fair to anybody, life is simply rolling. It's for you to learn to ride it. Sometimes we're in uncomfortable situations, some for, sometimes we're in comfortable situations, sometimes we're in situations where we know exactly what to do, in sometimes we're in situations where we don't know what to do, sometimes somebody else is controlling the situation, sometimes you're controlling the situation. This is how life is. If you are constantly stepping into unfamiliar situations in your life, that means you are growing at a rapid pace. If you are in constantly in comfortable situations, that means you are a stagnant life. See, the reason why people think anger is some kind of a virtue, because they say righteous anger, it takes some horrible thing to stimulate them into action. There's not enough love in your heart to mm. stimulate yourself into action. Something has to poke you, you must get angry and then it propels you into action. So that kind of action sometimes will produce results, of course. But if you want genuine results which will be good for everybody, we must do it when everything is right. But when everything is little comfortable, nobody does anything. When something horrible happens, then we will get angry and propel ourselves into action. Right now, this propelling yourself into action with anger, how long will you keep it up? If you keep it up forever, you, you will destroy yourself and you will destroy everything around yourself. So, anger is become valuable because most people are so lethargic in their responses. Once in a way when they get angry, they feel empowered and seem to be doing right things once in a way. You must be doing those right things all your life, then by the end of your life everything might not have changed, but you would have made a difference. We must understand, if we want to live in a wonderful world, it's only us and us and us who can make this happen. No other force from anywhere is going to make this happen. Unless we realize and transform ourselves from religion to responsibility, that it's here. Our idea of God has essentially come because we have no explanation for creation. Solace is one thing, solutions for life is a different thing. So one first thing that we must decide is, those who are in extreme states of poverty, war, other kinds of misery imposed upon them, only for them you must give solace. Rest of us who have eaten our breakfast today morning or dinner, we should talk about solution, not solace. Death essentially means, it reminds us that we have a limited amount of time and energy to live. Nobody has unlimited time or unlimited energy. If one is constantly conscious of this, definitely they will organize their life and they'll prioritize their life in much better way than the way they're doing it right now. So this is the whole problem. 
when you were a child, you were just a piece of life, slowly you took your personality so seriously, you took your boundaries of your form so seriously that you think this is it. So till death knocks on their door, they don't realize that this is not it. So the seeking is destroyed by making them believe something all the time along the way, this is right, that is wrong, that is God, this is devil like this, beliefs and beliefs and beliefs and you block the seeking. So my whole work has been to unblock those blocks so that people become seekers. So if they have become seekers, they will anyway continue to seek. If they haven't, well, all the best for them, what can I do? I am so excited for you to finish the rest of your day strong. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to click the link in the description and it'll take you to the full episode of my other show, The School of Greatness. Make sure to come back tomorrow for another episode of The Daily Motivation Show. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.